Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. I am so grateful to have worked at LifeBank for more than 20 years. Woof, that flew by faster than you think. And in that time, I have worked with hundreds of wonderful individuals who are as dedicated to the mission as I am. Many are still at LifeBank and others have moved on to different opportunities. But each person impacts us differently and for different reasons. But occasionally someone comes along that is special and an instant bond is made. And that is what happened when I started working with our guest on this episode. Hi, you're listening to episode 126 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. I'm so proud to be able to introduce to you the new Community Outreach Program Manager, Edmund Wilson III. Edmund started at the beginning of Donate Life Month and was literally thrown into the whirl of activity that is April. He rolled up his sleeves and pitched in wherever he could, and he did a fantastic job for being new to LifeBank. Edmund, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm so happy you are here, first of all. But I really want to hear from your perspective, what were your first few weeks like at LifeBank? Well, thank you for having me, Colleen. I mean, it really has been a life-changing experience, to say the least. You know, the entire family and staff at LifeBank have been tremendous and and so very, very uh, open and welcoming and, and just helping me to get adjusted and get acclimated. So not just the position, but but really the the world of donation, and it's been so exciting and fun working alongside of you, uh, you and Blake, and everything has just been fantastic. So as you stated, coming in during that the end of March and kind of being thrown into all the activities for Donate Life Month in April, I think it really helped because it allowed me really a front row seat and introduction into the world of uh, organized tissue donation just allowed me to learn so many of the stories and meet so many people and transplant recipients and donor families. So it's just been great. I'm glad you said that and you're not scared out of your wits (laughs) because it can be overwhelming. I mean, it's one event after another, another, another. And you're trying to learn all this stuff, too. It can be overwhelming. I was hoping that you would explain to our listeners exactly what your role is and some of the things you foresee yourself doing in that new role. Yes, absolutely. So, um, as you said, I have the pleasure of serving as the new community outreach program manager. And my role primarily is to help support the mission by increasing awareness and public education regarding uh, organized tissue donation and our role in in this industry as an 
uh, OPO or Organ Procurement Organization. Uh, but also my role covers volunteerism and uh, coordinating and, and managing our pool of volunteers, which I've had the pleasure of meeting so many of them just this past weekend as we hosted a volunteer training and appreciation luncheon. And it's just been exciting to see how many people are so compassionate about the mission and, and really want to give back and commit their time to, to helping us succeed in, in that manner. Definitely. I was at that training and it always strikes me that individuals who don't have a connection feel strongly enough mm-hmm. to volunteer for us. You know, we know that mm-hmm. when there's a connection, people love to give back. But we had one person there who just, when she signed up as an organ donor, thought it was a good thing. And now that she's retired, she's happy to help Life Bank. So we're pretty honored to have those people on our volunteer staff. Yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, uh, again, hearing their story and, and what motivated them, even though they did not have a direct connection to, to organ donation, but just hearing the, the passion and how they tell their story, uh, you know, how they came to learn about Life Bank and, um, and re- really motivate them to give back. Yeah, for sure. You also, in addition to working with our volunteers and community education, you really are our liaison with our point of sale, which is the BMVs. And we all mm-hmm. know things are changing. Can you talk about the relationship between Life Bank and the state of Ohio BMVs and how you see that developing further in the future? Absolutely. You know, my, my role, as you said, uh, is going to work very closely with our partners, the Ohio State uh, BMV. And, you know, as they are the first point of sale, so to speak, or that first point of contact for posing the question to individuals, you know, would you like to, to say yes to save lives and, and become an organ donor? You know, my role is really to help provide them with the, the resources and materials that they need and support that they need to to effectively accomplish that. And as we have seen throughout the state of Ohio and the 20 counties that, that we serve, that there are certain areas where organ donation or the organ registry signups or, or registrants are lower. And so, you know, I'm focused on really getting into the weeds and and understanding what we can do or what I can do from on behalf of Life Bank to help them and and to better support them, whether it's training, whether it's materials, whether it's, you know, hosting some community events and to really, really spruce up the awareness. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we need to make sure folks understand, first of all, what they're saying yes to and to be ready Mm -hmm. to make that decision when they're in, in the BMV. We know that COVID changed our world and it also shook the BMVs because obviously they closed their doors and so many transactions are done online now. What are some other things that are new that the the state of Ohio BMVs are looking into? We're looking at how we can increase point of contact, Um, you know, with so many changes, as you said, with, with COVID and um, the influx of online registrations and renewals. You know, there aren't that many individuals who are actually coming into a physical location that they're opting uh, really just to take care of their business online. 
And so uh, we're looking at how it is that we can increase the point of contact, whether it is um, through, let's say, hunting licenses or you know, additional opportunities to engage individuals online and to have that question or the resources and education materials provided to them so that at least they're getting the information and they can at least think about it and make an informed decision. And what we found is that it's a lot easier to say no online than it is in person. So uh, we're just trying to think out of the box and, and be a little bit more creative in how it is that, that we can increase our impact there. Definitely. And you also are in charge of our high school educators. Right now, we have three individuals that are independent contractors, and it's almost like a part-time job. But uh, we're looking for a couple more folks, aren't we? Yes, we actually are. Um, and this, this, for me, is a really exciting part of my role because I've worked in youth ministry as a uh, youth pastor and youth uh, advocate for so many years. And so having the opportunity now on you know, a different spectrum, so to speak, and, you know, and, and, and donation, having the opportunity to make sure that we're providing our young people with the right information to help them make you know, what we consider is probably one of the first adult decisions that, that they're making their lives when they go to the BMV and apply for their driver's license or driving permit. And so I'm really excited about having the opportunity to work with our school education program and, and really to recruit some compassionate individuals who enjoy working with youth, who enjoy you know, working alongside of us and, and spreading the word and helping us create an impactful and effective, effective campaign regarding our mission. So uh, we're always looking for individuals, where they are, whether they are, you know, retired school teachers or you know, individuals who've worked with youth in the community. But we really want to make sure that, that those individuals um, understand how important it is that we get the right information to our youth in hopes that you know, they'll also disseminate the information that they learn and have a conversation uh, with their families at home. Definitely. I think that is so important that these kids know what they're saying yes to and, and mm -hmm. understand the impact that organ donation can make. So uh, that's a really vital role for us. And I'm so glad that we're looking to expand and even um, revamp that program. That, that's really exciting. Is there anything else exciting or that excites you about your new role? One of the things that's always exciting um, in community outreach is just that, you know, being engaged in a community and really being able to connect and meeting new people, you know, going out to different events and just really enjoying being in that space. And so now that I have this opportunity to take a personal connection because I am a donor family member, my youngest brother became a donor in December of 2021. And so that's a personal connection for me as well. Um, and so, you know, it, it's just exciting to be out in the community. I've, I've been in that uh, sector of work for you know, over a decade now. And so it's just always exciting to have an opportunity to meet new people and, and really spread the word about our mission um, and, and to actually have an opportunity to create some new ways in which to do that. You know, COVID again, as you stated, has caused all of us to kind of rethink how we do life and, and um, how we do work and all of the things and how we even communicate 
with one another and relationships. And so it's just exciting to have this new opportunity to be here with LifeBank and to work alongside of you. Of course. How my workplace <laughs> best <Becky. laughs> You cannot leave that out. No, I mean, it, it was just instantaneous. I don't know why, but we just connected and, <laughs> and it's been a wonderful experience. I'm so glad that you're my workplace bestie. So it feels like I'm a very positive vibe in our little department of three and happy to be part of it. You mentioned your family's story. Can you share a little bit more about that experience? I know your brother had an honor walk. And how did you take that whole experience in? Because you really didn't know anything about donation at the time. Yeah, I was not definitely not as um, privy back scene information or behind the scenes information about organ donation. I've been an organ donor, you know, on the registry probably since I, you know, first got my license at the age of 16. But to have this experience, it, it was very organic, but also it, it really solidified or brought us back together. Uh, my siblings and I had, had been out of contact for many, many years. And so when I received the call that, that he was you know, in the hospital and they were making that uh, to, to remove him off of ventilator support, but he was going to be an organ donor, it really gave me, all of us, an opportunity to, to spend some, some quality time together. You know, we prayed, we you know, talked, we reconnected, and, and it just gave us an opportunity to really, really get to know one another all over again. So the honor walk was something that, you know, I, I didn't know that that was something that takes place. And so it really gave me a sense of pride, you know, to walk behind behind his bed as, as it was going down the hall and, and to hear uh, the reading and to see, you know, the nurses and the doctors and technicians and everyone lined up, um, you know, to really give honor and pay homage to, to this individual who was going to be part of saving and healing lives. It, it was, you know, just um, a very heartwarming experience to say the least. Yeah. I've never participated, but I've seen several on, you know, uh, social media, especially, and they are heartbreaking in one sense, but in the other sense, it's amazing to see how hospital staff members feel about organ donation. They're there, they line the hallways, as you said, and they're there just to support and give a visible demonstration of gratitude to the donor family. And there's nothing like it. I've never seen anything like that. I can't even imagine how palpable the emotions were during your brother's honor walk. Yeah, it, it was really very heartwarming. And as you said, you know, just to see how important and significant organ donation is perspective of um, the medical professionals, you know, it really makes it feel sacred, like, you know, very sacred moment, um, very, very um, special and auspicious moment. Definitely, definitely. So one of the things that uh, you did recently for LifeBank mm -hmm. is um, you were part of our Over the Edge crew, and this was your first experience with Over the Edge, and we stuck you on the roof and gave you a microphone, <laughs> and you got to interview people as they went over the edge. How fun was that? Oh, that was 
so much fun, so much fun. Uh, I think the interesting part was to see individuals' faces kind of light up with uh, some some nervousness and shock when I would approach them and ask, would you like to do an interview, you know, before you go over? And they're, they're already focused on trying to get themselves prepared for for their descent, so to speak. And so to ask them to, <laughs> to now be in front of them camera with a microphone is just another added level of nervousness for them. <laughs> um, but we, we had so many good sports and they, you know, I think it kind of helped to settle their nerves because then they could really talk about why they were there and their connection to the donation community. To hear their stories, whether they were medical professionals, nurses, you know, donor families or transplant recipients or family members, I think it helped to settle the nerves for them to really speak about the individuals that they were honoring. Yeah, they had to think about something else for a second or two. Yep. <laughs> it yep, was exactly. great. I, I will tell you, that was the first time we've done that at Over the Edge. And it was such a great added asset. Down below, you couldn't see, but there was a giant screen and everybody would gather around the screen for your interviews. And it was really mm-hmm. fun to watch and added such a level of excitement to the event. So that was great. And then on behalf of your brother, you decided to go over the edge yourself. What was that like? Oh, my goodness. It was uh, all the fields. (laughs) (laughs) All the fields, you know, um, working up top, it it really took my mind off of what I had signed up and agreed to do. (laughs) But it it was, you know, the weather was nice. That day was perfect. And it just so happened that I was, you know, the last person to go down. So it just really felt special. You know, as I stood there on the edge and, you know, waiting for my turn, it was a little scary because the the ground below looked a lot further away (laughs) (laughs) than I had expected. But I think, you know, once I got strapped in and, and, started inching my way down. It was very exhilarating, very exhilarating. Wow, you did great. It was a wonderful experience. I was so proud of you. It was just so (laughs) amazing to see. Now, you're up there all day and you're interviewing people. And then how do you get down? Not the elevator. You just decided (laughs) to come down and rappel down a 300-foot building. So um, I give you props because I have never even been on the roof. And it was just such a perfect ending to the day. And uh, I just enjoyed it so much. It was so great. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And and ironically, you know, last year I was working for another um, nonprofit organization and we were hosting a workforce development graduation for a program that we were in partnership with Oswald. And so, you know, a year ago I, I saw the event being set up. And I thought it was so cool. And here it is a year later, and I've actually had a chance to participate in it. So, you know, it was really cool to have uh, that come full circle. Yeah, it was. Wool is is the understatement. It was just fantastic. Edmund, I am so excited that you are part of a life bank, and I look forward to working with you for many years. Just, you know what, spreading the word and helping to save and heal lives together. It just makes me happy. So thank you for sharing who you are and what you're doing and for being my work BFF. I really love that we get to work together every day. So thank you so much. 
I just wanted to say ditto, you know, thank you and Blake for uh, making this transition so, so seamless and, and really a wonderful experience. And so I think, as you stated earlier, you know, there's there's this new energy and, and I think a new connection. And, and I'm just looking forward to all the things that, that we're going to do and accomplish and achieve together as a team. That is right. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. There are so many exciting things coming up at LifeBank, and we're always looking for volunteers and people who are willing to help us spread the message of saving and healing lives. So if you're interested in becoming a LifeBank volunteer, please go to lifebanc.org, lifebank.org, and click on the Get Involved tab. And if you scroll down, there's a whole section on volunteering. And within that is a volunteer form. Or if you have a specific question about volunteering or the role of the high school educator, please email us at info at lifebank.org. Again, that is info at lifebank.org. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.